This is the Talk of Fame Network on SB Nation Radio. Here are your Hall of Fame voters, Ron Borges, Rick Goslin, and Clark Judge. You play to win the game. Just a reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by GEICO, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to GEICO.com. You know what? Probably should have gone 15 minutes ago. Well, our first guest needs a little introduction. I mean, Rod Laver is simply one of the greatest tennis players ever, if not the best. He not only won a Grand Slam in men's singles, a feat that hasn't been repeated since he pulled it off in 1969. He did it twice. He won 200 singles titles, including a men's record of 10 per year, from 1964 through 1970, contributed to five Davis Cup wins and excelled on every surface imaginable. He is, of course, a member of the Tennis Hall of Fame in Newport, Rhode Island, where I used to live and where I saw him play, and has the aptly named Laver Cup, essentially a Ryder Cup for tennis, coming up later this month. But he was also a season ticket holder of the Chargers when they were in San Diego. And with the Chargers out of town and the U.S. Open on seemingly everywhere, we figured it's a good time to catch up with him. Rod, thanks so much for joining us. Hi, it's my pleasure to be a part of it. Well, Rod, I mentioned San Diego. That's where I first met you, uh, thanks to a mutual friend of ours, Jay Paris, in the parking lot outside of Qualcomm Stadium before a game. So let's start there. How much do you miss the Chargers? Do you miss them? And how disappointing is it that the season begins with no team in San Diego? Well, it's terribly disappointing i think not not just for me because yes i did have season tickets for about uh, about nine or ten years and 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 loved loved every minute of it i think jay parish kept me informed of all the little things that he knows about but that yeah i we didn't have these sort of things in australia but uh, to be able to see the uh, game and be in the parking lot with all the, the guys that are there so i think that uh, it, it was a great thrill for me to take my family down and enjoy you know a sunday with uh, with the charges so it is disappointing that uh, the charges have gone i think most of these charger fans here are pretty much they're just mad that yeah, uh, right. yeah right. spanos spanos let them down and so i just i don't know so how much i'll follow them up in la but you know i have i have a sneaking hunch that you know spanos probably may decide that selling the team from up there, you know, and 10 years. So, you know, and uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen, but I, you know, maybe we'll get another team. Yeah, maybe get the Chargers back. Who knows when they find out that LA doesn't care for them. Um, well, let, <laughs> At the let, moment, that's the moment. That's what seems to be happening. Yeah, that, that's, that's right. That's um, well, well, let me ask you this, because I mentioned I, I met you in the, in the parking lot outside of Qualcomm, and I did. I'm going to guess it was six or seven years ago, and you were playing Chuckers then, and of course you – you, you suckered me into a game. I thought I had a chance to win, and then you just dusted everybody off. But we played Chuckers then, and, and I know you've done it. You did it, I think, before every game. But somebody said, ask him about the time Chiefs owner Lamar Hunt stopped by to play. So I will. I'll ask you about the time he stopped by to play. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. That Lamar always came to the events when uh, the Chargers were – I mean, when Kansas City was here. So, And it, it was interesting because I saw, saw him – you know, come we are, he, he and I with the WCT, we knew each other well enough, and he and Norma. And so I went up to the to his car, and I said, "Why don't you come down and play some chuckers with us?" And so, he, and he was he had a walking stick at this stage, and and he said, "Yeah, I can yeah, I can do that." And <laughs> and so we we had a good game, and it was sort of fun. To a lot of the people there said, "How did you talk him into coming down here?" 
And I said, well, I think we're pretty good friends, and he's just a normal person that loves loves sports. So this is this may be a new sport for him. Anyway, <laughs> so that was how it, that's how it happened, and it was nice that Lamar did come down, and it was a thrill to be part of the WCT and working with uh, he and uh, all the people that were involved in making WCT work. Right. Well, since you mentioned WCT, let me ask you about tennis, because you are a tennis legend, and we're speaking with Rod Laver on the Talk of Fame Network, and you can find us on the web at talkoffamenetwork.com or on Twitter at, at talkoffamenet. And Rod, uh, I mentioned that the Laver Cup, uh, which will debut September 22nd through the 24th in Prague of this year, and will pit six top European players against the world. Now, I know Roger Federer at least has said he wants to play. I think so has Rafael Nadal. How did the idea take shape, and, and how does it feel to have an event of this magnitude named after yourself? Well, you know, just, uh, the, just having the, be, the, be the name, the Lever Cup, uh, you know, is, is, is pretty amazing. It really happened, and how it happened, you know, Roger Federer is a historian to many things, and he feels that Open Tennis has been here for 50 years now. He feels that Open, or open Tennis, but Amateur Tennis is going to be lost. And you, when you know, no one will know who Don Budge and Tilden and you know Kramer and you know Trevor and all those people, you know it's it's going to be it's going to be lost. And he says, you know, why don't we try and put let's put, put your name on the name and call it the Lever Cup, and that'll be a throwback to all the amateur world. And you know, I I, I I'm I'm sort of thrilled that he's picked me myself because there's a lot of great players around that could could have taken it over and and I just feel uh, you know the Labor Cup you know it started off uh, in gangbusters we they put the put the tickets on sale and the 13,000 seat stadium was sold out in a day so wow. you know, I think wow. success wise I think it's it's got a lot of charm and as long as the players really believe in the competition and I think mm-hmm. Roger and Rafa Nadal will be you know highlighted i'm sure and of course you know with uh, john McEnroe captaining the rest of the world and beyond borg captaining the europeans yeah i i think it's got a it's got a nice twist to it and i think the matches will be well played you know they're the the 12 top players in the world and it'll be a three-day competition and i think it'll be uh for me i'm thrilled that uh I'm part of it. Well, you should be. I mean, I know the site of the 2018 Labor Cup is undecided, and I think it's supposed to be in the U.S. You live in Carlsbad, just north of San Diego, so I'll ask you the obvious question. Any chance of putting it in America's finest city, San Diego? At the moment, I think the two teams, or two cities that are up, which is Boston and Chicago, are the uh-huh. two teams that will be use, having it next year. And uh, yes, it'll be in the States, and it's going to move around all over the place it'll go down to australia and so you know i think it'll be a nice format i think we're we're i'm thrilled that uh you know roger feels that this type of a package is is thing it's be under it's going to be the same format as maybe the Ryder cup format in golf so i think everybody is is eager to to see the first one started well i think it's a great idea and we're speaking with tennis legend and former chargers fan Rod Laver on the Talk of Fame Network. And, <laughs> and Rod, I, I remember asking you once, if we went back to wooden rackets, who in today's game would excel? And you told me Roger Federer. And you stopped there. You just said Roger Federer. Roger Federer. Anyone else 
that I'm asking you now today that you can think of who would excel if we were going to Wooden Rackets tomorrow? Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of players that could manipulate the, those sort of rackets, but, you know, it's just a tough uh, situation. If you don't start off with the, the, the racket, a wooden racket, timing is everything. Unless you hit the middle of the strings every time, the ball's not really going to travel anywhere. And today's world, with the composites, you can just you know, lay your racket on the ball and it'll go, it'll go back. And now you've seen what they're doing with Rafa's big forehand that he's got bouncing up right. so high. It's a different it's a different game of tennis that's being played. I don't identify with some of these shots that you know, players are coming up with. You know, it, it's it's neat. You know, I think the open the open world is you know with all the competition that's there now. You know, you're looking at the ladies that are playing at the U.S. Open, and you got three in the semi in the quarterfinals, and so you know maybe three in the semifinals, and so it's a it's a different different world, and tennis is is fun to watch, and I think you know we're just. I'm eager to see what the semifinals and finals of the men are going to do. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And it's funny, I, when, when you mentioned earlier about amateurs, when, when I lived in Newport, I, I, it was a great thrill for me to meet Chuck McKinley, Dennis Ralston, Cliff Ritchie at that time. Yeah. And, and those were guys right. who were at the top of their game, but they were amateurs at that time. And then the Pro Tour came in and uh, Segura and Gonzalez were there. And they didn't draw anybody at that time, but they were, of course, at the very front forefront of that. We're speaking with uh, Rod Laver, who, of course, is a tennis legend. And since you mentioned the game, Rod, I, I will ask you about uh, the game of tennis. It, it's, it is more about power now than, than finesse. You okay with that, or, or is tennis missing something? Well, the, the, if, if, you, if you're watching it from an age group and the older group, we, we had to you know, move the ball around, and you had mm-hmm. to have strategy to win matches. And yeah, so you, you, the shorter shots were good, smashing. You couldn't knock the ball away so easily like they do now. That side of it is lost. But I think the the way it's being played now, you know, the guys, they really are. There's some super super talented players out there. Yes, it's it's a faster game. Serves coming in at 135 mile an hour, and I and I do worry a little bit when it comes to where the size of the guys get up to be 6'8", six, 6'10", six, right. all of them being that high. It's going to be a game of serve and, serve and, and, and hopefully return. But yeah. if not, there's not going to be much tennis going to be played. It's going to be serving. And right. so, you know, it'll be, it'll be sort of fun to, to see the transition going on. I think the tennis that Roger, Roger Federer plays is an all-court game. The last match he just played, you know, I thought he played some great tennis. He did. And and to me, he and he and Rafa certainly lead the way when it comes to the the, the, the game of tennis. And yes, 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 we've we've got some injuries with Murray and Djokovic and Warinka and this group. But when they get back, you know, away from some of their surgeries not surgeries, but injuries that they have, then you know, the game will won't be so open as it looks like it is at the U.S. Open today. Rod, thanks so much. Thanks for the time, and, and best of luck with the Labor Cup now and for many, many years. Really appreciate it. Well, I thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's a thrill to be on your, on your show. Thanks, Rod. That was tennis legend Rod Laver. Up next, you're going to hear from a former Houston Oilers legend. That'd be linebacker Robert Brazil, candidate for the Hall of Fame's class of 2018. You're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. This is Jason Taylor, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. Now, the reminder that the Talk of Fame Network is brought to you by Geico Insurance, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. For more details, go to geico.com. 
Hi, this is Greg Olson, and you're listening to the Talk of Fame Network. 